Hi everyone, welcome to the 5 Minutes Podcast. Today, I'd like to share with you a case that happened with me. And it's a perfect example how to manage extremely poorly when you are facing a challenge or a crisis. And this happened with me last week when I was in Zurich taking a flight with Swiss Airways to Punta Cana in the Dominican Republic. And first, before I start, I need to understand, and we all understand, that airline business is probably one of the most fragile business that anyone can conceive. Because airline business is fragile due to the weather, due to the, I would say, threats. Everything that happens, one of the first things that everyone does is to stop air traffic. If there is a, a volcano in Iceland, and the volcano is start blowing ashes in the air, first thing that people do, let's close the air traffic. When there is a terrorist threat, close the air traffic. When there is a bad weather, close the air traffic. When it's COVID, close the air traffic. So probably airline business is one of the worst business people can do. And this for me is a paradox because it's a, such a needed business, but at the same time, it's so fragile that it's very hard for an airline company, I would say, to be profitable and to do a decent business. But knowing that, this does not allow airlines to lack the basic understanding about their responsibility and their duty of care. And this is not about spending money, okay? This is not. So let me tell you the case. I flew from Lisbon to Zurich. And when I arrived in Zurich, I was expecting the flight from Zurich to Punta Cana. And then I saw on the panel, one hour late. And I said, okay, one hour late, it's normal. Well, okay, something happened, it, it's okay. It's completely acceptable, I would say, in normal conditions, knowing the fragility of the business. But then one hour became two hours, two hours became three hours, three hours became four hours, four hours became six hours, six hours became seven hours. And then the absolutely incredible happened. Seven hours of delay the supervisor comes to the gate, followed by two policemen. Two policemen, not by two other Swiss employees to help. No, to tell, look, the flight was canceled. The flight, we will do it tomorrow morning. It will be, I would say, almost 24 hours of delay. And, you know, it's a technical problem, and we understand the technical problem. But then she said the incredible and say, look, and... Regarding hotels, we cannot do anything, okay? We don't have vouchers anymore, so you need to take care of your own hotel. I said, what? What? And I was not thinking about myself, okay? About myself, but I was thinking that flight had about 30, probably to 40% of children and elderly people. And I say, where will these people sleep? Will these people sleep here in the corridors of the airport? You know, but the lady that was sharing, you know, the cancellation, she said, no, you just pay and that, that's it. And this is life. We cannot fly because there is a problem. I could not believe. And then I tried to get closer to the gate to ask a question to the lady because my problem would not be sorted out with the flight tomorrow, not even with the airport because I needed to arrive on time. But then when I reached close to her, the policeman came to me and said, stop. And, you know, I was so surprised because, of course, I, I was sad, but I was not angry. I'm, 
I have a very good self-control. And then I ask him, oh, why you are stopping me? I just want to ask and say, no, you cannot cross here. Say, and then I ask at him, look, this is Switzerland and Zurich, okay? I said, why? Who are you trying to protect here? There are 200, probably 200 plus customers here. People are not criminals here. People are customers. Instead of bringing police, what Swiss should have brought was five, six other people that could help to manage and support these people that were there. So this was so incredible for me. I was stunned by that. And then the three lessons, because I work with crisis management, and that one hurted me a lot and not hurted me for myself. You know, I'm very well, I'm very used to travel. I know problems happen, but the lack of awareness of Swiss was just amazing for me. It was just amazing. First mistake, empathy. When you are facing a crisis, you must show empathy. Arriving with two policemen and nothing else, not answering any question and just throwing that the flight was delayed and that you cannot do and that everybody needs to take care of themselves. This is lack of empathy. In crisis, when you are facing a crisis, for example, and this crisis you need, for example, to dismiss or to lay an over person, the first thing you need to have in mind is empathy. Is not thinking about what is good for me. That two policemen, they were not there to support the elderly people that were already seven hours waiting. These two policemen, they were there to protect the Swiss employee that was not planning to travel. She was not suffering anything, anything. She was just messaging. And Swiss was doing that instead of protecting their core client, the most relevant thing in the business line, they were protecting the employee because they thought that people were animals and people will hurt the lady. So did you see? This is empathy. And this is the first thing you need to do when you are in crisis. So if you are facing a project, facing a crisis, you need to show empathy. Second learning, you need to assume your responsibility. Every time people ask at everything, she said, we care about your safety. We are fixing the airline. Of course you care about my safety. When I pay the ticket, I am paying also for that security. This is not a favor. Any airline is not doing a favor for bringing me safely to my destination. Companies cannot say, okay, if the plane crashes, then your ticket will be free. Because this makes no sense. So having a safe flight, you can give a plus to people. Okay, I will give you a chocolate when you are inside the plane. But safety is not something that you are trading as a benefit for your customer. This is part of your core business. And it's part and it's included in the price tag you charge your clients. So you need to assume your responsibility. Nobody said that their aircraft was 20 years old. And I'm not saying that an aircraft is 20 years old cannot fly, of course. But why not making sure that you did the proper checks and everything that you had to do? Okay, maybe something very bad happened and you don't have any other airline, but you need to manage and assume your responsibility. And this drives me to the third point. The third point is contain damage. You know, stop the draining. Stop. You need to contain the damage. And to contain the damage, what you need to do? 
You need to arrive there. Let me give you a perfect answer. You arrive there with four, five people and you open, I would say, two gates and say, please, everybody go to the lines. We'll find ways of providing hotel, of providing this, you know, and this what is expected. What happened to me? I had to go out, out of the gates. E. I had to go through security. I had to leave practically the airport, go back to the check-in to sort out. I waited 20 minutes in the line and I went to the lady to discuss. And she was nice, by the way. She was nice, but she said, I cannot do anything for you. I cannot refund you. I cannot change your flight. I cannot do anything. I, the only thing I can do is place wait up to 10 a.m. next day. And I told her, I, I cannot. At the end, I spent the whole night at the airport because they didn't provide a hotel. And at 6 a.m., I flew back to Portugal and then go to Recife. I missed that opportunity to be with my fellow colleagues in the Dominican Republic. I missed one day of work. And Swiss said, the only answer is, I have a problem. And this is what damages the image, the business, and the credibility of an organization. So imagine for me, what is my feeling about the professionalism of Swiss after something like that. And look, I fly 800,000 miles every year. So I would never record some. And I don't want, look, I don't feel angry about the attitude of Swiss. I feel sad. And I feel sad for the Swiss employees and this because probably this is their determination and say, you know, we don't care about business. You know, if the plane cannot fly, let's just say to the people when we don't care after them waiting for seven hours. And then let's cancel and let's not even provide a hotel room. And a hotel room not for Ricardo, because for me, it's not a problem. I'm not talking about myself here. I'm talking about those children and elderly that I don't know what they did, honestly. I don't know what they did. So it was like you, for example, going to a Starbucks in a line and then you pay for a coffee. And then when you go there, they say, sorry, the machine is broken. And then you say, okay, that's fine. I want back my money. No, we cannot because it's our policy not return the money. And you know, and then you say, okay, so now I paid, but I don't have my service, you know? And then suddenly the person from Starbucks invite the police to come and say, the police would say, no, don't touch, don't. It's like criminals. So please, Swiss, if you are the CEO of Swiss and are listening to this, don't do that. It's the worst thing you can do to keep your customers interested. That is uh, such a core value of most of the organizations that work with people. So just think about that. And I'm talking as a crisis management expert. This is about an example on how people can do everything wrong when they're facing a challenge. Always think about that. And for everyone that is listening, if you are facing a similar case, remember empathy, assume your responsibility and contain the damage should be your top priorities, even more than protect yourself against the angry of other people. Think about that and see you next week with another five minutes podcast.